0: So I'm so glad you're here today. We're going to continue to talk about how to prepare to stand before Jesus that day. He said, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. And many are going to argue with him, and you don't want that to be you. You want to make sure that you're standing before him, and he's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for preparing us, for confronting us, telling us things to come for warning us ahead of time that we're not ready and give you all the praise and all the glory. Yeah, so he has been talking about um, how we have been fooled by the enemy. He's tricking us. And we have to get smart to that because otherwise he's going to trick us right into, um, trick us from having our eternal life with Jesus. And lead us down that wide path that leads to damnation, eternal damnation. You don't want that to be you. We just, I just quoted to you, Matthew 7, 21 through 23, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And so for us not to do the will of the Father, then we're in trouble. And that, that is Satan's motive to keep us from doing his will. And then in verse 22, he said, and many are going to say, but Lord, I did this, I did that. And um, the arguing isn't going to work because it's already done. It's already said and done. So now is the time to get it right. And then verse 23, just to finish that. And Jesus said, and he's going to say, wait for me. I never knew you. And so the enemy's motive is to keep you from doing the will of God. And so he comes to trick you to, to try to keep you from doing his will. So on that day, Jesus will say, I didn't know you. And we have to be smart to that. We have to be attentive to that. We have to be paying attention. I want to read to you what Paul said and, and just notice how bold he is. Um, and I'm in 2 Corinthians, I mean, uh, yeah, Second Corinthians 11. And I'm going to start in verse 13, I believe. Okay, so 12. In order to eliminate the opportunity for those super apostles, super apostles, to boast that their ministry is on the same level as ours, I will continue this practice. For they are not true apostles, but deceitful ministers who masquerade as special apostles of the anointed one. That doesn't surprise us, for even Satan transforms himself to appear as an angel of light. So it's no wonder his servants also go about pretending to be ministers of righteousness. But in the end, they will be exposed and get exactly what they deserve. And Jesus is exposing them now. He's exposing him now through the word of God and his workers. And we have to be on to this because if we're following a man that is being controlled by the enemy, I like how bold Paul is about this. He's just calling them out. They think there's something, they've twisted the word of God, yet they get many people to believe them and we have to call them out. We can't be going to a church where the truth is not told. We have to be... We have to be knowing, understanding of the word of God and not fooled. When we know God, we're going to start to know the enemy because he's going to come, like Jesus said, and he's going to come against you. But we have to know his tricks. We have to know what he's up to. And we have to have the understanding that he uses men. He, he uses ministers. Don't Don't let it surprise you. But he uses those that will adapt to him. And when you're, when you're following after someone who is following after the enemy, you're not going to be able to say to Jesus, well, this is what I was taught. You have to have your own relationship with Jesus. You have to look at the word of God and know it so you can recognize the lie. You have to be able to recognize the lie of the enemy. And so we know Corinthians says that the enemy, our warfare isn't against flesh and blood, but it's against the enemy and that his power is in your thinking. He comes into your thought, your thoughts, and he exalts himself, his thoughts. He interjects his thoughts in your mind, if you allow him to, and his thoughts will exalt against the true knowledge of God. And so we have to know this. We have to have this understanding. When he comes in your thinking, he suggests things to you. And if you're not aware that he's suggesting something to you, if you take on that thought, all of a sudden it becomes your feeling. And you're going to say, but I feel. But My opinion is this, and that's exalting against the true knowledge of God. For instance, the word says, by his stripes, you were healed. And so many teach against that. Many of these special apostles, as Paul is saying, they're not teaching the truth. He said they're phony. They're phony. And they're, they're like Satan masquerading like an angel of light, getting dressed up as if they're God. You can go to church like that, and and they're all dressed up, and they're putting on this big act like the Pharisees, but they're not teaching you the truth. And so you can't depend on them. And so the enemy can, can affect you in your thought life and through another person. But as I was saying, you, when you take on those thoughts, and all of a sudden you, they're your feelings. But I feel, and it, it's so strong, and it, it's so deceiving. And then on top of that, it, it affects your interpretation of the Word of God. Because Satan is dressing up to be like God. He twists the scriptures into saying what he wants them to say and gets you to believe that. And then all of a sudden, you're not doing the will of the Father. All of a sudden, you're doing your will. And on that day, you're going to say, but Jesus, I thought, and he's going to say, no. You can't change the word of God. You can't change the word of God by living by your opinion or someone else's opinion or how you feel. Because if you do that, you're breaking the law. You're, you're changing the word to your liking. And many don't realize that they're doing that because Satan is tricking them into thinking it's okay. It's okay. That's what he tells you. It's okay, even though it doesn't match the word of God. It's okay. God understands your circumstance. You can do this. He's trying to keep you from having eternal life. He's trying to keep you from doing the will of the Father. And so he dresses up to look like God, and he's very, very convincing if you're not looking out for him. If you're not looking out for him, if you have no idea, if it isn't your objective to know, then he's going to trick you. And he's tricking you into eternal damnation. He's telling you lies about God by acting like he is God and saying he is truth. Jesus wants you to know this because he's fooling many. He's tricking many into thinking that their opinion is okay. That how they feel is okay. But as Corinthians says, anything that exalts above, against the true knowledge of God, is not God. It's not God. And our flesh doesn't always want to hear that. And the the other thing is, listening to the enemy poison your thinking for years and years and years, is not something that's easily recognized unless you have this truth in front of you. Unless you have this truth in front of you, and unless you put it in your eyes. You know the word says, um, Romans ten seventeen. Faith comes by hearing the word. When you hear the word, the reason you get faith is because it's revelation knowledge. You get understanding. You have wisdom. And like Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. They don't follow the voice of a stranger. They run from him. But if you don't know God's voice, if you're not looking at the word, if you're not getting that insight, that revelation knowledge, then you're not going to be running from Satan. You're going to be employed by him. You're going to be working for him. Like the Pharisees, they didn't understand the word. Jesus came to teach us. Jesus came to tell them the truth. And they didn't have understanding. And they didn't want understanding. They didn't want Jesus To be teaching them, and many don't today. So, as Jesus said, your father is the devil. You have to humble yourself to make sure your father is is God and not the devil. Humble yourself. It doesn't matter what you or I think or what our opinion is. If we have an opinion that we live by, I know I said this, but I'm going to say it again because you need to get this then you're exalting yourself above God, above the true knowledge of God. Well, I believe, I think, I know the word says, but I feel like this is okay. I just just feel like God is saying it's okay. It's not God talking to you. It's the enemy. He's the one who's telling you it's okay. If the word doesn't speak it, then we shouldn't be thinking it. There's a narrow path and a wide path. And if you're walking down the wide path, you're, you're walking hand in hand with the enemy. You're living by how you think and how you feel. If you're walking down the narrow path, you're changing what you thought to think what God thinks. And you understand that you're walking down that narrow path because you believe, because you decided to believe, and you want to have eternal life with Jesus, and you understand the wide path is the path that leads to eternal damnation. When you're walking on that narrow path, Many get this this verse mixed up, for God so loved the world that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. When you believe in him, then you're gonna believe what he said. And you're gonna live by that. And you're not gonna you're not gonna believe the voice of the stranger. By his stripes you were healed. Well, I don't feel healed. I don't believe that. And then the enemy comes, and the scripture is twisted around. And then all of a sudden, Jesus doesn't heal. He's not the healer. The Word does not say that. But many are blind to the truth. And a lot of times, it's just pride. The false teachers, it might start with them. You know, somebody who is looking for truth, and they go to a church where there's a false teacher, it's terrible. It's terrible. They're better off not going. If you're going to go to a church that lies to you, you're better off not going. When you look at the word yourself, you're going to know the truth, and then you're going to recognize the enemy lying to you. And then you are to resist him and resist anyone who is teaching that lie. You won't go to that church. You, you don't want to hear that. The word says, come out from among them. On that day, Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you because you're living by a false doctrine because you're following the enemy. Jesus doesn't want to say, away from me, I never knew you. But he will have to say that if you're following after the enemy. And so you have to know the truth. It's up to you to find out the truth. It's up to you to look at the word of God and to not compromise. It's up to you to recognize the enemy dancing around in your head, suggesting things to you that are against the will of God. Jesus will help you. He'll show you. That wasn't me. It was the enemy. He's trying to steal your time. Jesus is going to tell you what he's doing. If you're seeking him, you're going to know the truth. If you're not taking your eternal life seriously, you're going to compromise. Then you're believing that lie. Oh, everybody goes to heaven. Oh. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do anything. Those are the lies of the enemy that you're believing. Those are the lies that he has bouncing around in your mind. Tradition. The things that people believe because they want to, because it's easier. And that's how the enemy's able to pull the rug out from under you, because he's telling you what you want to hear. He's dressing up like God, changing the scripture to say what you want it to say. Then, on the other hand, he works against God, turns people away from God by saying, God's trying to take things from you. You can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that. The reason God's telling you not to do those things is because he's saving you from eternal damnation. We're choosing, are we going to live with God or are we going to live with the enemy? Who are you going to live with? If you live here, you got to follow after his kingdom principles, which are good for you, healthy, everlasting, lovely, sweet, kind, beautiful. And if you don't live that way, then you're living after the enemy. He's your father. And it's lies, deceit, hatred, name-calling, judging, backbiting, you know, and, and maybe you're half and half. Maybe you're a little that and a little good. That still isn't going to cut it. you got to decide who you're moving in with. you got to decide who you're moving in with. And when you decide you're going to move in with Jesus, then you have to be desperate. You, you decide you're going to know him, you're going to know his principles, and you're, you're going to walk in them because you want to make sure you have eternal life. You're not going to fool around. You're going to take it seriously. You're going to take the word seriously. Your objective is to follow Jesus and stay on that narrow path so that you can have eternal life. And that's where you're going to find Jesus. You're not going to find him on the wide path. The counterfeit is on the wide path. The wide path is where Satan is dressing up, it's okay. You can do that. Whatever you feel like, whatever your opinion is, he'll tell you. And he's always working in your mind, if you let him, if you allow him to. So that's where I have for you today. Jesus wants you to know that he's dressing up to be like him, to try to fool you, to try to steal your healing, your health, Your happiness, your peace, your joy, your eternal life. And like Paul said, in the end, they're going to be exposed. And Jesus is exposing them to you now. If you're listening, you can't follow a man. You can't follow any thought that comes into your head. But you have to be determined to follow Jesus. And be that overcomer he called you to be. Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart wants to come in he wants to teach you he wants to give you eternal life he wants you to know the lie that you're living in let's pray Jesus we thank you and praise you for helping us to recognize the lie of the enemy come and live on the inside of us we're going to heed your voice we're going to heed your voice Help us to do your will. Help us recognize the enemy and resist him. We don't want to live a lie. Thank you for confronting us. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. So if you said that prayer, i love it so much if you let me know. And remember, the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Don't let him devour you. Do your homework. Get to know Jesus. It's a matter of life and death.